Hello there, everybody. Uh, welcome back. It's here with Ryan, well being specialist here at Civil, and here with my peer, Gillian Montes de Oca, who is also a well being specialist in the USA. Hi, Gillian, how are you doing? Hi, Ryan, how are you today? I'm doing great. Glad to have you here. Um, thank, you, today, thank you. Yeah, glad to have you. Um, today we have some one interesting topic. We're going to talk about this new well-being trends of 2022 and future trends as well, as we can see it in the, in the health community, what are the new things that are trying to improve in companies and worldwide, okay? So okay. let's jump into it, if you, if you like, okay? Yes, of course, I'm ready. All right. So let me, tell, tell me a little bit about stress management. I know that stress is something that everybody's kind of getting no to it. Like we are aware that stress exists, but what can we do about it? Tell me, what, what are the strategies right now regarding stress? Well, stress drains people of health and wellness and make energy levels drops and especially bad moods. Mm -hmm. So unfortunately, most workers or people experience damage level of stress and their affects their works and home lives. So stress affects the whole life. Could be personal, could be in your work area, could be any decision that you have to make in your life. Stress will affect that area, especially with bad moods. And when you have bad moods, you won't be able to, to make good decisions in that area. So I think a simple mindfulness program could give the people or the employees tools so they will be able to manage and learn coping skills to deal with stress. Mm -hmm. So mindfulness practice could be something like uh, accept the present right now, mm -hmm. what is going on right now, be able to say, yes, this is what I have right now, and then mm -hmm. I will figure it out. I will develop some skills to deal with this situation. Um, but sometimes helps people to pull away from thought and mm. in the past and in the future, which is what we most fear and have doubt about what will be my future or what mm -hmm. I'm going to do with this. Mm -hmm. So stress is something that we need to learn how to manage, how to process ourselves. Every people is different. Every people learns and express feelings and emotion completely different. So mm -hmm. every people also express stress and anxiety and other issues completely different. So we need to find out uh, like teams that maybe will have a lot of stress and we don't know how to address that subject. So maybe you should ask for help. Maybe you should go to somebody that you trust mm -hmm. or maybe uh, tell your partner or friends or somebody for help. Mm -hmm. Sometimes we need to ask for help in yeah. order to manage much better or in the best way possible stress. That's mm -hmm. what we call a stress management mm -hmm. because we need to manage that stress in the best way possible. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I definitely agree. Like those meditation techniques or like more being the present, like right here, right now techniques can really help mm -hmm. you a lot regarding stress management because sometimes we have so much workload and not only workload, right? We have our own personal problems, family problems, even financial problems. And I do see that some companies and, and enterprises are right now giving some kind of aids or talks or something like support regarding mm -hmm. 
financial talks because I I do understand sadly like and it is important and and it's a real factor that money sometimes or financial health can trigger some stress right now. So because yes. you got bills to pay, family to keep or support and stuff like that. So yes. it's I see a new trend where companies are implementing programs where they have financial education to their employees, to their peers, or so on and so forth. Yes. Where they can be financial. More... I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Go, go, go yeah. ahead, sure. Okay, financial wellness is something that is new in the in the uh, in the trend right now, since the most people have a lot of financial stress and they don't know how to manage their financial issues. So companies are looking for alternatives and options to give them to the employees in order for them to uh, balance life and be able Mm -hmm. to feel more relaxed because a struggle with financially issues could cause depression, anxiety, Mm -hmm. and many of them withdraw from working and they will affect uh, personal life. So financial wellness is something, is a topic that is increasing right now in the agenda of the employers. Uh, and they are creating programs to help their employees mm. because at this point, it generates a lot of stress and people wants to feel more comfortable about the financial issues. And some of them do not know how to deal with that uh, stress, especially after COVID that we have to readapt ourselves to the new world or the new normal. And uh, it could be difficult to understand how can you manage your financial issues right now. That's why companies are being more flexible in that Mm -hmm. direction. And actually they are kind of like offering like a work from home, more Mm -hmm. flexibility, hybrid kind of like options for the employees because they consider flexibility is essential component mm-hmm. um, for the modern workplace. Mm-hmm. So flexible works uh, can improve the work-life balance between personal life and workplace, and they will see benefits. And the mm-hmm. company will be seeing co- uh, benefits from those employees who are able to balance financial and personal mm-hmm. life. I agree. Like one of the things like the pandemic left us is like this hybrid remote working is really helpful. Mm-hmm. Companies are now aware that people can work very well from home. So this hybrid or remote workings are really helpful regarding stress management because you can reduce a lot of stress like naturally, like going from your home to the office, like all those driving hours or traffic jams where you got to take lunch or you got to think about what you're going to do at home. So all of those kinds of things, all of those factors can contribute to your stress and you can avoid them if you have a remote working or even a hybrid mode where you gotta go to the office maybe two or three or even one time to the office, which is really manageable and people do appreciate and the stress levels are more manageable because mm-hmm. they're in their own comfort yes. zone because they're in their own rooms, apartments, houses, whatever they are, they feel more comfortable where they are than going specifically to the office. Not saying that the office is a really har- uh, harmful place. It's not. But what I'm trying to say is like people feel more comfortable. Like they can save more time regarding going there, more energy, and they can dedicate the, those, those extra hours or minutes to themselves and consequently to their stress management. So that's kind of healthy. 
And now that we've been talking about stress, I think one thing related to it, it's like self-care area, you know, taking good care yes. about yourself. Um, there's a lot of things right now. So I know you you uh, earlier you told me a little bit about meditation. So yes. what are some kind of like the pros or the good tips or what? why is meditation good for you? Tell me a little bit about that. Okay. Self-care is something that society uh, are beginning to learn that self-care is not a luxury. It's a necessity. So um, that really means we understand that we need to take care of ourselves right now at this mm -hmm. precisely moment. So self-care is part of personal improvement. And, and this is a new trend. Mm -hmm. um, it doesn't have to be expensive, to be honest. Mm -hmm. You can do self-care of yourself if walking early or late in the afternoon, mm -hmm. uh, have a like journal, like gratitude journal. Meditation is excellent, and you can use that uh, several times per day. Um, 30 minutes daily exercise, and also eating clean. There is a mm. lot of ways that you can take care of yourself, and it doesn't have to be expensive. It doesn't have to be like going to a spa and have like a 60-minute massage. It could be something as small that you can be able to help yourself in the mm. best way uh, uh, possible. So awareness is a key for healthcare issues, and this is, has been increased in the past years. Mm -hmm. So people are more proactively thinking and taking care day to day and their well-being. Mm -hmm. So if you choose, for example, meditation and you decided that you want to do you want to meditate um, early morning, you can choose that time for you, using just for you. Uh, save that space, that time, use music. If you need like guidance. There is a lot of guidance, mm -hmm. uh, sounds and meditation guidance online that you can use. Mm -hmm. And that will help you to improve your quality of life. That mm -hmm. will have, help you and give you uh, tools to deal with stress, to deal with anger, anxiety, depression. So there is mm -hmm. a lot of benefits, and I'm pretty sure you know, about meditating. So you can... You can use that as a tool to deal with yourself, to deal with your issues, personal issues. We all have personal mm -hmm. issues. So uh, in, in help you to deal with other people issues too. Because mm -hmm. when we work outside, we have to deal with people. And those people could have a lot of issues no. like you. Mm -hmm. And so you have to be able and have the knowledge to understand and meditation is an excellent resource to start to providing yourself good self-care. Mm, that's great. Yeah. And the good thing about meditation now that you're saying all of these great things about it is that not necessarily like what people tend to think. It's you got to meditate for at least three hours for you to like have the full benefits of it. Like that's not necessarily meditation because you can meditate for 30 minutes. You can meditate for 20. You can even meditate for five minutes and you can have. Yes. That's some correct. of the benefits you can have benefits of it and as you say like there's tons of tons of information regarding meditation and all the types that they are because some people are uh meditate meditating like they're walking you don't have necessarily stand still or sitting and going home or something like that because there are those kinds of style but there are different ways so we can meditate and the great thing about meditation is as you were saying is like helps us have a little bit more awareness 
of what we're feeling, of what we're thinking about what's going on with ourselves and with other people, like thinking, oh, that happened because of this and this and that. Because you have those minutes or you have that time to reflect on yourself and just give you that moment of soothness and calmness and just feeling connected with yourself. So it's a practice, as you say, of self-care, mm -hmm. you know, and you were earlier talking about exercising, you know, exercising, it's a great tool for you to relieve stress, to relieve yes. tension, to relieve a lot of things. And like uh, we know, well, both of you and me are practically more in the mental kind of area of well-being, but we know the full benefits of exercising a little bit or moving because we know the mind and the body are connected in one. So we got to mm -hmm. take care. We got to get, yes. we got to take care of them both equally. So we know that if we have some kind of exercising, then again, it doesn't have to be like full marathon or you got to go competitions, nothing like that. Like it's okay. And it's great if you want to do those kinds of things, but also you just move a little bit of your body and you can feel the benefits. And in some yes. way it's that self-care. Then again, like I want to finish with this idea it's like eating clean right eating well because I know that there's a lot of sh sugar out there and stuff like that that's not necessarily is good for our health and it can trigger us our depression or anxiety because if we eat like a lot of things that won't really help us won't really will affect our mood right so we gotta be really aware of what we eat and this all reflects in our self-care because that's the thing you don't have to meditate and journal and exercise and eat clean to be 100% self-care. You just got to do a little bit if you can of yeah, each one yes. of them. If you have uh, like journaling, you practice already self-care. If you're exercising for yourself, either the objectives you want to do it, like every just exercising trade for you, you're practicing self-care. And that's the main yeah. topic that we want to talk here, right? Right now it's self-care. Take care yeah. of yourself, that it's, which is awesome which is great. Very yeah. important part of ourselves to take care of ourselves. We used to be taking care of somebody else as a as a family. We take care of our family, our kids, our husband, our wife. We don't take care of ourselves. That's, so sometimes we have to stop and think about ourselves. So that's why self-care, because I have to be okay in order for me to take care of somebody else. And we never think about it. Mm-hmm. Self-awareness is a core component of optimizing health and well-being. Gaining clarity around personal needs, preferences, and boundaries helps to manage daily stressors and life demands. Whether financial, relational, work-based, or environmental, it is vital to recognize how common stressors can impact our physical and mental health if left unchecked. Oftentimes, self-care can gravitate into becoming another to-do list leaving people burdened by a sense of needing to do specific things in order to be healthy. By gaining an understanding of the benefits of a self-care routine, you will see positive steps in all areas of your life. Zevo Health has a number of self-care trainings that will assist your organization maximize well-being. Contact us today to start your workplace well-being journey. www.zevohealth.com Other area that we have to take care is sleep health. So oh. we need to take care of the the sleep issues that is growing in this society. There is a lot of people with sleep issues, depending on pills to fall asleep. And better sleep means better mood. When you sleep well, you will be able to perform much better during the day. 
So when you have to, when you sleep well, we wake and feeling refreshed. Mm -hmm. uh, good sleep habits can possibly impact not only your overall health, but also your lifestyle. Mm -hmm. So a good sleep hygiene increases the ability to improve our productivity, mental and physical well-being, and overall quality of life. That's yeah. what is so important to take care of sleep at least seven, eight hours. Every mm -hmm. every person is different, so it could change from one one person to another but some of the benefits to sleep well is you will have sharper memory mm -hmm. uh, you improve your immune system uh, enhance muscular repair and increase energy level so you have to think about it sleep well is part of self-care if you sleep well you are actually practicing self-care mm -hmm. you're taking care of yourself and mm -hmm. you have to develop. Some some people ask me, how can I improve my sleep? How can I be able to sleep without pills? Well, you have to develop some routines. And I'm pretty sure you know about this. Yeah. If you have any. Sure. So like sleep, sleep you have to develop some habits. Yeah. You got to take a lot of care of your sleep hygiene because you you always, you hear a lot about dental hygiene. You, you got to brush your teeth, use the dental floss and stuff like that. But now that you're talking about all the whole benefits of sleep hygiene, it's like developing this routine because people tend not to care really much about sleep. They only think, oh, I got to sleep and that's it. Not necessarily just sleeping because you got to have a really good schedule, as you say, like going to bed, at, not necessarily waking up at the same hour or 6 a.m. per se. No, you got to go to bed at the same hour as well because you, you got to have those necessary hours to sleep. As you say, every person is different. Some people need eight uh, some people i even yeah. heard that some people need nine and that's okay some people uh, need seven and some other need six but you do what you feel better where you wake up feeling rested and you can take good care of it and what are some of the habits it's like in the last hour usually before you go to bed you don't use any any, any electronic devices yeah I see, that's a I, good extra thing it is because I, I heard a lot of people and myself being included with this. It's like sometimes you scroll a lot with your phone because we have these tiny little computers in our hands that are our phones where we have uh, access to social media, to YouTube, to Netflix. And we can spend hours and hours without even noticing the time mm -hmm. about scrolling. And when we notice it's like midnight, two in the morning, four in the morning, and we didn't get the hours necessary for us to feel better so we we yes. would be lacking a good memory reflex we wouldn't be cognitive working well we'll be even moody right so it is really necessary to take good care of our sleep hygiene and our sleep health because sleeping well yes. if you think about it we spend one third of our day sleeping that's necessary because yes, our body is. needs it and our mind needs it as well and yeah. now that and, uh, and also mm -hmm. no yeah, go, go ahead, ahead Ryan no well, you have to be consistent mm -hmm. yeah. because you have to follow that routine every single day so if you do to do that today but then uh, you want to wait three more days to do the same thing you will never get that routine on in order to put on play so it won't be a habit so you have to be consistent with your routine in order for you to develop a pattern and then at 10, for example, you will be able to fall asleep. Mm -hmm. If you don't have that consistency, it won't work. Yeah, 
I agree. Consistency is a great key of it. And that's, again, consistency, where you just got to take small efforts, small steps on self-care, yes. stress management, sleep hygiene. And now that we're talking about this consistency, I was reading a lot about this new trend but, uh, that I wanted to talk about is uh, digital detox. Okay. Where you just got to disconnect yourself from any electronic devices. This meaning the computer, uh, your phone, any kinds of video games, uh, everything that is electronic, just disconnect yourself. Have, have a digital detox at least once a week or if you can, a little bit more. That's okay with every person, you know, going on their own measure just to disconnect themselves. You know, and the great efforts and the great benefits of it is like we spend so much time watching the screens, you know, we, we're here, we work in the computer. Sometimes what we, when we get home, what we do, we turn on the TV, we start watching Netflix or HBO or Amazon or shows, whatever, right? And we, we have so much time spending or what, what else do we do with our phones? We just watch little tons of social media or videos or, or maybe you're working and you never disconnect yourself just to have a moment where you don't use computer, where you just go for a walk without your phone, without your watch, even so, like, just go for a walk, have a detox. Because that way, you can be more aware, you can be more in the here and now, you can be more in the present. And that can soothe you. That can help you a lot with those stress levels, with anxiety levels, with even, with, with even uh, symptoms of depression right now, because you want to disconnect yourself. We we spend actually, so much time. Ryan, mm -hmm. I'm sorry. Actually, Ryan, that's one of the recommendations to be able to fall asleep is to remote ele remote electronic device from your yeah. bedroom, from your area, like a so TV, computer, a smartphone, everything that it have to be with social, like you say, social media or mm -hmm. interaction with electronic device. Get mm -hmm. out of those devices, out of your bedroom, in order for you to be able to fall asleep. Yeah. So it, it, it is very important and it's affecting our lives right now. We are attached to technology. We don't know how to detach ourselves from technology. So sometimes it's very difficult. The digital detox, yeah. it sounds easy, but it's difficult to practice, to be honest. I agree. I agree because we... we... We want to be so much connected, but sometimes we mm -hmm. forget to be connected with ourselves and we other human beings. Yes. So it is good. I, as you say, it is hard. That's why I like the recommendation is try to do it at least once a week where you just disconnect for one okay. hour, maybe or less or whatever you can do. Right. But just disconnect yourself. No electronic device. Read a book. Go for a walk. Exercise without your headphones and stuff like that. Just focus on the here and now. And that can help you a lot. And now that that's an excellent recommendation. I'm it is. a hundred percent agree with you. Uh, we should practice more. Like it is. I, I agree. I yes. totally agree. And now yes. that we're talking about this, all of this digital detox, one of the topics that it, that is related as well is uh, social media regulation, right? So okay. we spend so much time using social media. You know, we have all of these apps, uh, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, um, TikTok, you know, Pinterest, all of these social medias, which is a great way to be informed. Some some people use it to be informed. Some people to be seeing what what other people are using it. But we gotta regulate the time we spend in those apps, you know, because what happens in the social media is not necessarily one hundred percent the reality and the truth of it. Because we know we have filters and people edit stuff and 
and it's a good way to communicate yourself but sometimes you got to regulate that for yourself because you can develop some depression symptoms or even a depression itself to see other people's what's going on in their lives and you can feel a little bit down saying oh they're doing all of that i'm here you know and that can really affect your mood and or, or you can feel really anxiety as well because oh people are doing this this and i gotta do it as well well, you, you push yeah. yourself. You try to compare yourself to other people. And that's not really healthy because you cannot compare to another human being. Everyone's going in their own way, their own process, their own life. So what I'm saying here is we got to regulate the social media use. where We don't spend so many hours. Cause that's, the, that's the trend. People spend at least three to four hours using social media. Social media, it's a lot of time that with three to four hours, it's many hours to spend in social media. That's way too much. So we try to regulate ourselves. And sometimes it's good to set up an alarm. If you're going to use Instagram or Facebook or whatever, just set up an alarm to saying, okay, I'm going to use it for 20 minutes to check out what's going on and I'll stop. Because you don't get overexposed on a lot of stuff oh, yes. that maybe it's not feeling very comfortable with you. So that's really necessary. Yeah, and it's something that is affecting young kids and also the adults. Actually, when uh, most of us have like uh, iPhones and they will mm. give us like how many time we spend into the web medias and the web pages. And it's sometimes a shame that you spend too many hours looking to the different apps and you don't even spend like 30 minutes doing exercise. That so sometimes well. you feel kind of like guilty, like mm. uh, how many hours I'm spending in these apps in the internet and I'm not able to at least run a bike or go out for 30 minutes so it's something that we should uh, uh evaluate and be able to focus ourselves and what are we doing with our time because mm. we're spending a lot a lot of time in front of the computer in front of our cellular phone and we don't spend any time doing like physical activities to promote self-care yeah. or do anything else that it will help us to improve our life so sometimes we have to reevaluate ourselves and be uh, honest mm -hmm. with, with ourselves in order to to know what am I doing. This yeah. is this is uh, time enough to to spend in my computer to spend with my cellular phone, and I don't have time to do other important things in my mm -hmm. life because I'm spending this time in social media. I and agree. it's not just like little kids or teenagers. We all go into the same process. We all have to be guilty for the same issues. Mm -hmm. We feel kind of like attached to our cellular phone. It's mm -hmm. part of our body. <laughs> so yeah. when you wake up, the first thing that you do, you reach your cellular phone. Yeah. So and it's, sometimes it's difficult to detach from that, but we have to. It's necessary conscious. for taking care of our yes. self-care. Yes. And the great thing so about that, now, mm -hmm. oh, yeah, sure, go ahead. That, no, no, the digital detox is excellent and also regulate social media is an excellent tool that we, we have to start using more and more mm -hmm. in order for us to be able to, to do other things, Yeah, not just to be in the internet, inside web pages, because maybe we're losing yeah. some good stuff, yeah, family I time, agree. quality time just to spend time in the internet one of the great things about all of this is that companies are being more aware of our well-being and um, companies are developing strategies where you can use apps 
as a meditation apps or guidance apps, yes. or they're developing different ways or affinity groups where they, with the pandemic, we become a little bit detached with the social gathering. So they're developing groups, affinity groups, where people can get together and share their own interests in, you know, because that's kind of helpful and healthy to you connect to other people's with the same interests, like affinity groups or well-being area companies are being aware of using like meditation apps or keeping track of your food intake or stuff like that companies now mental health well not mental health mental health health itself and well-being it's a budget line now in companies companies are investing in their employees yes, to be well yes. and to be healthy and that's great because they're they're developing and they're promoting stress management self-care sleep hygiene oh there are a lot of strategies here as lot as like moving a little bit in your day of day basis like companies now are more aware of it and that's great yeah. we're taking actually more, more uh care. there Sorry. is a lot of companies who are they are more aware of mental health issues mm -hmm. and they develop these apps of mm -hmm. well-beings so a stigma around mental health conversation is reducing it's reducing right now so uh recently data suggests that people are increasing seeing support in that area so that's why companies are more motivated to create these apps and as a result mental health apps gain popularity and now we have telehealth yeah. after covid <laughs> so that's great we have new version of mental health and that telehealth is helping a lot of people who previously wasn't able to get the service but like you said, there, there is a lot of other apps who help and promote healthy quality of life, uh, smoke cessation, diabetes, health, uh, uh, dieting. So there is a lot of nutritional apps. So you can have anything that you can have. And companies are investing mm -hmm. money and time to develop these kind of apps to help employers to perform much better. Mm -hmm. which is good this is a new trend that we don't see it before uh, and these affinity groups i think is something excellent to promote socializing because since mm -hmm. we are too deep into the internet and social media we forgot sometimes uh how to socialize how to go out how to make friends and these affinity groups help you to get that kind of mm -hmm. uh, feelings that somebody else is uh, working with you somebody else share the same interest with you so I agree. it's an excellent reason. it is companies now are investing and that's a way and i think that's a way that we can go coming closing right now that companies enterprises are aware of their employees so they're as you say they're developing all these kinds of apps either mental health physical health spirit uh, all kinds of health they're developing all of these apps where they can feel well we could we were talking about financial uh talks regarding their financial stress so they can manage that mm -hmm. we were talking about sleep hygiene companies are more aware of that the remote working all of that so companies enterprises are investing on their employees to be well and more importantly yes. we must invest in ourselves so we can take care of ourselves and i think we can close with that idea Juliet. it was lovely to talk to you this, oh, this lovely you. afternoon I think it's really productive and I really hope that everybody out there watching this really uh, can 
can really understand some most of it and really apply some of these techniques, either sleep hygiene, stress management, self-care, being aware of that, or if their company isn't doing something well, they can try to move something about it. You can. So I hope you take something with this small talk that we, both of us, Jillian and I had. And well, well, first of all, let's thanks a lot, Jillian, to be here. No, thank you. Thank you to have this conversation with you. It's been a pleasure for me. Awesome. And well, that'll be all. I hope that we can okay. see you in the next time. Take care. See you. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.